Oh, hello. Oh, hello, it's us. It's Journey. <laughs> I'm Miranda. <laughs> we. So we started a podcast called I Dabble Podcast because it was intended to be. Stuff that we dabbled in. Stuff that we talk that about we on a daily. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that we dabble in all the time is co-parenting and special needs parenting. So we dabble a lot in true crime, but mm-hmm. we also dabble a lot in co-parenting. I think we'll probably do, we were just talking about it, I think we'll do just as much true crime, a weekly true crime, and just kind of splice in probably once a month or something like that, an extra little topic. Yeah, something that's not true crime related, but this topic always tends to have people amazed. Yeah, we seem to blow people's minds with our co-parenting and whatnot. I don't know why, because I don't know if anybody doesn't know by this point, but um, Miranda's my best friend, and she is... um, my husband's baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> that's it. I, I just said that for the first time the other day. I don't know why I said that, but I was like, that's what it is. It sounds so, like, tame when I'm like, oh, she's my stepson's mom. And they're sort of just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, you're the baby mama. <laughs> people are like, oh, oh, you guys are friends. I remember when we, like, first it might have been like the first thing that we really like did together when we got our nails done together like years, years. ago yeah years and years ago and the nail techs they're like oh how do you guys know each other are you guys friends and, you know making small talk and we both just kind of look at each other and we're like we hadn't been faced with having to explain that to yeah. somebody anymore and we're like oh how do i explain this and you told them and they're like what <laughs> and you guys are here like hanging out and it's very rare I mean, we had I our ups and downs. I mean. It did not start out that way. No. I couldn't get Miranda <laughs> to give me the time of day <laughs> at first. I remember I messaged you a couple times and you were just like, nope. And then she ruined my jacket. I remember that. I remember. I remember dragging that son of a bitch through the dirt and the rocks <laughs> and the mud. I don't remember. Did I cut it up? I don't think so. I just remember it smelling like mildew when I got it back. This I was like that. this was like the first couple months we knew of each other. That was so, when we were young. Oh yeah. So to clarify, I guess no. It, the baby mama was pregnant with the baby <laughs> 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 when my husband and I started seeing each other. But you guys pretty mutually split, right? It wasn't like a yeah. Minute. But you kind of started talking to your now husband at, around the same time too. Yeah, yeah, it was around the damn like the same Almost exact, the same exact ta- time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I say that because Joe is 12 now. He'll be 13. He will be 13. He'll be 13 in July. Mm -hmm. Um, but people, people are like, what the fuck? What do you mean? People think that it's something, um, a a lot more scandalous when, Mm -hmm. if they find, because he and I met in March and we, we were together almost immediately. So our, Mm -hmm. we are wedding, um, anniversaries in March too, but we also celebrate like getting together too. So, um, in March we'll celebrate 13 years of being together. But then, you know, Joe doesn't turn 13 until... Well, me and Nathan do the same thing. Right. You think of, like... But people are like, what happened there? I think everybody thinks that he cheated on me and had a baby with somebody else or something. No, I don't know. No, no, no. That's not what it was. Mm-mm. So, yeah, it was a weird situation. I'm thankful for it, for sure, though, because for Joe, it's that's all he's known. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad it happened when he was, like... You know, all the drama happened when he was really young. So mm-hmm. he doesn't know. He doesn't remember. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I don't even remember. I like, don't know. I don't know what happened. All I know now is, like, what we have. Like, yeah, we've been through the court system. Mm-hmm. We've said shit. But I don't even remember what kind of shit that was. I don't know. I just remember the jacket, Miranda. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda wanted nothing to do with my ass for a long time. Nope. I don't I mean, know it why. Is whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, we didn't have any, like, you just were not interested in that. I don't blame you. You're a first time mom. Like, yeah. you don't want to deal with your fucking baby daddy's girlfriend. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. And I was younger at the time, too. Yeah, that Because I was a, 16 yeah. when Ian and I met. So it was a whole weird situation. And Miranda and I didn't talk for a long time. Mm-mm. Um,. Yeah, and then once Joe was, I don't know, two or two, two and a half or something like that was when Ian started going to court. Mm-hmm. Right around two, I think. Mm-hmm. And then that was like a whole 
a whole ordeal. It was a whole thing, as it it's, is with everybody. It's, yeah, it was everybody. It's never fun. It's never ha- exciting. It's never happy. Nobody no, no, no. is happy to be there or happy to do it. Because we were, up until that point, like, we had found a way to be friendly. Even yeah. Even though we were not friends. Yeah. But then, you know, of course, once we started going to court, like, we all hated each other again. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. bad. And I think a lot of it, too, me and Journey talked about this on our way back from Reno, or... When was it? It wasn't that long ago. And to SAC last year. I think, yeah, to SAC. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, too, because I was pregnant so much. Oh, yeah. I've told Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been my hormones. I was a shitty, shitty person when I was pregnant. <laughs> is the nicest person ever. And not just not to say that you're not nice when you're pregnant, but if you, somebody is not on your good side when you're pregnant, she is a whole other beast. <laughs> we have never fought. Because it was, like, pretty soon after you had Joe that you mm-hmm. were finally, like, I was, like, congrats, like, on the baby or whatever. And, like, I don't blame you for being, like, whatever. You're a passing fancy, like, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but it was only after you had Joe that you ever even responded to me at all. And then every time she's been pregnant since, ex- except for Tay, except for your most recent pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we yeah. were close then. But every other time that she's been pregnant, oh my God. I have, if she, I told her too, I just recently told her, <laughs> if you were not pregnant, I would have, I would have kicked your fucking ass because <laughs> you were such a, a fucking bitch. <laughs> I wanted to fight you so bad. My emotions. I was, I don't know what I was even going through at that point in time, too. Like, me being the type of person I am, you know, you forgive and you forget. I definitely forget all the nasty stuff because we've had so many way fonder memories than whatever happened in the past Mm -hmm. because it was so long ago. We were so young. Yeah. We were young. That was a big part of us. I was immature. Mm hmm. I've Think never been it. immature I... in my life, so I don't know <laughs> what she's talking about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was, what, I just had Joe, I was 19. Yeah. Uh, almost 20. Mm-hmm. My first baby, first, you know, crazy-ass experience. And I didn't meet him for a long time, so it wasn't like, um, and that's another thing that we were talking about in terms of, like, co-parenting and having another person in the picture. I didn't meet him for a long time. I didn't meet him until, mm-hmm. um, I think we hung out once when he was pretty young but otherwise like yeah when ian had time with him i didn't even really come over until he was what damn near close to a year like probably between nine months and a year because like that was his time like Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing is that like i never wanted to fucking play house with ian like yeah 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 yeah, i don't know people people do that shit i think that's part of just it's growing up it's growing up but you know when people are just this is my family now it's like that's i think that's a sign of immaturity too that Mm -hmm. people have to either grow past or learn past hopefully but yeah we were talking too and i think the biggest thing that helped us move on from all that anger and all that just unnecessary shit like again i don't even know why Mm -hmm. um i think a lot of it like i said we were young i my family all stayed together like if you look at my family my grandma my aunt all of them had a full you know what i mean they Mm -hmm been together forever so it, which you, is you can't rare. nobody in my family could actually like conceptualize you know, being separated being separated mm-hmm. from you know somebody else or yeah. having to co-parent so who am I going to turn to for something like this you right, know what I mean right. and everybody has their different circumstances but I'm just glad that we're able to move past everything yeah and, I think we were saying too that I, I really think that that is was a big turning point for us was when we stopped talking to other people about our shit yeah once we stop talking to our family about it once we stop talking to our friends about it because they know that you're worked up about it and they're not gonna have nice things to say about the other person they're just gonna get you more riled up about some fucking bullshit that doesn't matter yeah um so once we stopped listening to everybody else i think that's when we Mm -hmm. really got to see that like we didn't need to be going nowhere (laughs) 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 but also another light you gotta look at it like journey's family loves jolyn like they're uh, that's what i love is like that is their grandson my dad never said and he passed last year my my mom and dad had a lot of grandkids i I think like 15 if uh, i'm I'm pretty sure it's around 15 he always said jolyn's my favorite oh yeah um he always loved joe and he even took my 
kids with my husband. That like, you guys have all taken all my kids under your wing. You know, oh, even yeah. your my Norman. Oh, Papa Sean. And yeah, that's Grandma true. Robin. They're always, you know, they love each other now, and yes. because we get along so well, they're they have that like they're like siblings almost too. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, her daughter is in with my kids right now. Like, and our are you know one in common you know if you will like he's not even here (laughs) he's not even here but our kids are hanging out together and it just started off by just being friendly like once we stopped being shitty with each other we started being friendly with each other and a whole other layer to it is the fact that joe has special needs and because of that i think we had to start communicating we have to communicate a lot more oh yes definitely a lot more on a level than uh you know, typical regular, you know, people do because, you know, having a child with special needs, certain routines, you, we, we do a lot of things on the, you know, a lot of certain levels, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, I asked Journey for advice, like, oh, what do you do over there, you know, so I could bring it over to my house, and yeah. like, how does it work, we do this, what do you think about that, you know, just. Yeah, we've had to talk about possible diet changes, medicine, who's taking yes. him to this and that appointment, uh, therapies, all of that stuff, and mm-hmm. he started in therapy when he was like 18 months old yes. so that has always been a layer to it um so we were kind of forced to deal with each other a lot mm-hmm. um it wasn't just like here he is i'll pick him up we had to be in each other's business because yeah his stuff was so intensive and it still is yeah but once we started being able to be friendly we just kind of started talking a lot more just like mm-hmm. oh how's your day going um you know just making nice with each other and I'm not saying that everybody should be best friends with their... No, everybody has different circumstances. Right. And I know a lot of people have different views and, you know, their life is completely different mm-hmm. than ours. But... Time makes it easier to get along with each other. It does. Uh, or up. at least for some people, at least mm-hmm. to deal with them. You know what I yeah. mean? I think, yeah, after a certain amount of time, too, you realize that, like, well, you just kind of have to accept it whether you like it or not. Fortunately, we grew to like it. Not everybody does. I love it. I love it. (laughs) We love it. We don't just like it. That's true. (laughs) We are really lucky. I do know that we're really lucky. She's my only friend, so. Yeah, I have to say, like, I mean, we have friends, but I don't hang out with anybody, really, but Journey. No, we only, I mean, yeah, we chat with other people, but we don't talk to each other. We don't talk to anybody else every day the way we talk. I do not remember the last day that I went without talking to you. Exactly. And if I do, I'm like, oh, my God, did I say something? I know. Just the other day, I was like, the kids had my phone. I didn't get back to Miranda till like, 8 or 9 o'clock at night. No, the next day. Was it the next day? It was the next day. (gasps) That's the last day. That's the last (laughs) day that I went. You went a whole day. Oh, no. And she was like, I was like, oh, my God, sorry. I didn't see these messages. They, I don't know what they did. It's okay. And we were moving and doing all this shit. And she was like, oh, my God, I thought I did something. And I was like, what? (laughs) It's almost like she's my girlfriend. Nathan calls her my girlfriend. I do too now. (laughs) Oh my God, I have to tell you. It's so funny because I was like, good for you, Ian, my husband. They're fine with it. Like, which is so. so Yeah. But sometimes I'll. It's like this has always been our dynamic. So it's almost like we all forget that, like, you and Ian were together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like this is how it is. That was so long ago that it's it's, it's just like a parallel reality. So, um, if I ever, like, sometimes I'll just mess with my husband and be like, what did he do? He answered the door to you for once just to make you uncomfortable. He answered the door when you were coming to pick up Joe and he's like, hello, X. And you're like, what the fuck? No. Remember the fucking April Fool's joke that he pulled on me? What did he do? When you guys were at the apartments? Did he he pretend to try to? Yes. No, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. He was like. So, Journey's going to be gone later. Shut your mouth. I he told you. Remember. He told you about this no, right No, I know after. that I was sitting. I'm sure I was sitting there. But I was like, you're fucking high. I do remember that. I remember you. <laughs> you're fucking weird. What the fuck are you talking about? I got to go. <laughs> like, it was really like, <laughs> it really oh like, I was just like, ugh, what? <laughs> like, no, it wasn't like, it was just like, a panicky. Yeah, yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like. Oh my god! That's, oh my yeah, god! That's weird. That but is like, it's so just, funny. I, I didn't even know what to think at that point. Usually, he, he gets very uncomfortable if I ever bring up that you guys were ever an item because it's just so foreign now. Because we're so far past that. Jolin said, 
Oh, yeah. Did you, oh, my God. He was so comfortable. He just walked right out of the house, didn't he? Yes. What did Jolin say? Tell your ex-boyfriend to stop messing with me. Oh, that's what it was. Something like we that. We were at Miranda's were house. Yeah. And Ian was dad messing with Joe. And, yeah, he goes, tell your ex-boyfriend to stop, <laughs> stop messing, messing with me. And Ian, he just gets, like, so uncomfortable. And just walks, <laughs> walks out. Uh, but I said something a couple weeks ago. And I was like, Ooh, I hope my girlfriend brings me a Dutch when she comes because <laughs> I think you were going to. And he was like, oh, I hope she brings one for me, too. And I was like, she's my girlfriend, not yours. And he pauses and he goes, she was mine first. And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> it's like, I forgot. We just don't. It's not, you yeah. know, think about it. No, no. You get anymore. past the jealousy or whatever it is. You get past all that and time goes by and it's just not as much of an issue as it no. was. Like I said, if something bad happens to me and it's, like, done, I try, I mm-hmm. push it back and I don't even remember. Yeah. You know, and then I just move forward. Right. I think it. a big part of it might have been, too, because we weren't, I mean, as a whole, as a co-parenting team mm-hmm. for Joe, we weren't communicating. Um, because we're ready I, for it. No. Especially. With, we couldn't. No. With the, having a spe- your first child, a special needs child, oh like, I remember just freaking bawling what have i done what did i do mm-hmm. and everything was just so i i remember when he first got that diagnosis and i was mm-hmm. just like I, I just broke down and it took me a long time to almost like grieve it is a grieving process it is like and you hear that a lot of from a lot of special needs mm-hmm. parents and like grieve and like try to find I still do this to this day. Like, why Why did this happen? Yeah. Because it almost kind of comes into our se- second, you know, topic. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got two other boys with special needs as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's something that I feel like that's my fault. Or not my fault, no. but. No. I can see how you would feel the, just the burden of it. that outcome. Yeah, because I feel like it's my fault. But they've, ha- I mean, they've, there's nothing you could have done. There's nothing I could have done. There's now, nothing you yeah, they've done. done so much freaking testing. All they've done genetic have. testing. They've done, I mean, I, Wyatt, your youngest boy, has had, you have all of the hoops to jump through with him. And mm-hmm. it's been a wild adventure yeah. <laughs> going through and finding all of his stuff. But we've all gone, th- you know, through a really long process with Jolin and getting him all the testing that there yeah. is and could be. And it, there's nothing. There's nothing that anybody's mm-hmm. found that anything could or would have done. I know. I know. It's not. It's not. It's just the, the weird way that the cookie had crumbled. Yeah. I've seen some other, you know, special needs parents as well. That's not the only, only child, you know, in the mm-hmm. household that has special needs. So it's not, you know, uncommon. But. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody knows now, too. It's it's more common in boys. So mm-hmm. your daughter doesn't have. So you've got three boys, all special needs. And your youngest is your daughter. And she doesn't have any special needs. No. Right. It's, it's more common in boys, mm-hmm. and it is, um, if, if one kiddo has it, it's more common that the sibling might. So, mm-hmm. and kind of going back to when you first found out about Joe, too, like, things were so bad with all of us then that we had to tell them that we needed separate meetings. Yeah. Like, there was a no, big, yeah, yeah. big meeting to discuss his test results, and we had to be like, we got to do this separate. We can't. We couldn't even sit in a room for him together no, in front of professionals. not at first. I, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. I'm just... I remember when I first found out, I'm like, do your research yourself or find out oh, yourself. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Ian and was pissed I then. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, that was rough. It was for so many reasons. Yes. So, well, so there were everything. so many layers yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And here's another thing, too. If you don't have a kid with special it doesn't matter if you do or don't have a kid with special needs. When you are talking to a parent of a special needs person, do not give them expectations. Do not give them hopes. Because the one th- from that meeting in particular, mm-hmm. that very first meeting, they said, oh, it's mild. So Joe was diagnosed with what's now mild autism, autism spectrum dis- yes. disorder. And he was diagnosed with mild intellectual disability, mm-hmm. which is, as everybody recognizes it, m- mild mental retardation, which mm-hmm. is a yucky term for it. But that's what everybody knows it as. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they said was, it's so mild He'll grow out. He'll grow out of it. I, he'll grow out of it by the time he's ten. Okay, he's twelve years that. old, and it's worse. It's so much worse than when he was little. 
Yeah. Do not ever, ever, you know, if if you know somebody, if you know a, a friend whose child isn't talking, and don't ever give them anything that's like, well, you know, if, if so-and-so is sad because their child's not saying mom yet, like, oh, don't worry. Like, I They'll know this person. Eventually. They'll say it eventually. They might not. Yeah. They might not. Yeah. You don't know. And let me tell you, you are in such a sensitive fragile time you will cling on to anything positive that somebody says mm-hmm. and so that grieving process that you went through you know after that initial meeting when joe was three mm-hmm. if i'm being totally frank like there was there was some of that for you know ian and for us but oh, yeah. i think that we went through it even more in the last couple years because oh no i definitely see that because look how old he's getting mm-hmm. and well we we clung on to that by the time he's 10, he'll grow out of it. So we just kind of thought, like, well, let's fucking oh, hit the pavement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hit the pavement. Let's get him all these therapies. Let's get him. Let's give him this amazing foundation so that he can just flourish. And he's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He's amazing. And he's an ass. <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah. But <laughs> so by the time, you know, 10 and 11 started to come around or, you know, 9, 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we realized that it was not going anywhere. It was mm-hmm. getting worse. Um, that's when I think things really started crashing down for us because we kind of had this finish line in our minds from the time that mm-hmm. we were told this about him. And to find – and that that's that just goes to show how important it is. Like, don't, don't say anything like that to anybody. Mm-hmm. If you know anybody in that position, just listen. Yeah. Because it's hard. It's hard on every re- level. You don't know when a child's going to regress either. Mm-mm. There's no telling. No. Kids with special needs are completely different. Like, how many parents... Well, you might know a little bit more just because the field that, you know, worked in and, like, mm-hmm. they might have children with special needs. But I have had no friends with children with special needs. Zero. Zero in my family. Zero yeah. as a support group. Zero, like, what do you expect from this or... You know, I still come to you for questions all the fucking time. Yeah, I think it's only because I... So I mentioned in the last episode that I was a early interventionist for special needs kiddos. So they had to exhibit a social delay, which is typically indicative of autism. Not every kid that we saw by mm-hmm. a long shot got a diagnosis of autism. Um, I would go into their homes and we would do early intervention to help, mm-hmm. you know, with strategies to just help make their everyday life easier and help them get more skills Um to make their life easier and their parents' lives and caregivers' lives easier. And all of the... Oh, which, by the way, that's what I was going to say, was that that only came to be because it's the same company that Jolyn was working. I had no idea. That was not the field that I was planning on getting into. I only knew about it because, you know, we split our days up at that time when Mm -hmm. Jolyn was four that um, he had, you know, the same therapy two days a week. And so we made sure that one day a week was at Miranda's house mm-hmm. and one day a week was at our house. And it loved what they did. And it just led into me starting my career there. Uh, yeah, if I sit and think about it, I I don't have any friends that have special needs kiddos no. either. I mean, I have a lot of Facebook friends that have other mm-hmm. people with special needs, but that's only because I used to work with them. Yeah. I can't think of one person that I am organically friends with that no. has a special needs kid. It's like you're so learning they don't understand. Go- they don't understand. A lot of people don't understand. I don't have a life, you know, You're out of you. Busy. <laughs> I know. You are my go-to. She goes with me to some of my appointments at UC Davis when we go. Remember the genetics testing? Mm-hmm. She, we go over everything. She has, not even for Joe, for her no. other kids. We just went last week. Her other son had yeah. a, an appointment at Shriners in Sacramento, and we went together. Yeah, and it's a good way to bounce off because I mean, she's seen a lot of other special needs children, you know, and God, she just great with questions and bouncing off ideas oh why don't you ask him this question why don't you ask him you know like i'm like oh i fucking never thought of that you know I'm like pushy i'm sorry it's not pushy, I, don't know. <laughs> not pushy. I, I, I feel like i'm pushy with people you, you know, know i that's love another it. thing too you get these special appointments with these specialists and you've got one fucking shot too so yeah you really need somebody to bounce things off of men don't do it i'm sorry they don't think you, you can't you can't ask a guy they can't do it <laughs> i've got my right hand woman right here <laughs> But I think, like, you know, in the biggest spectrum, I am super, super thankful I ended up with, you know. Don't, a, don't make 
<laughs> I am not I'm not even kidding though like I'm just glad I ended up with somebody who's so like-minded and like yeah once you never know like if you guys are going through the same situation and you guys are on kind of okay terms you never know you might get to know your child's father or your child's mother and mm-hmm. you might just end up liking them you know you might have the same yeah, interest give them a which, chance. yeah give them a chance um not saying that's for everybody not saying that you have to be friends with everybody. No. You know, I think, yeah, we realized at some point, too, that we were stuck with each other, and we might as well be friendly, if, yeah. not, if not for ourselves, for Joe's sake. Um, don't even know when this happened, really. We just fell into it. You just kind of, yeah, exactly. We just kind of fell into it. I think it's um, really easy to be upset with the other person and be adversarial towards that person. I mean, if you think about it, any couple or a set of parents, they split up, and they're not together because they are not like-minded like people don't split up because they get along well and they have the same ideas mm-hmm. people split up because they they have different ideas so it makes a lot of sense to be adversarial with the other half because you don't agree on things if they if mm-hmm. you know if the mom and the dad agreed on everything then they'd still be together yeah so that's just something else to, to deal with and it, you know just having tolerance too and just understanding that they're not together for a reason, mm-hmm. so they're not going to agree on things, um, and that makes sense. And and once you realize that that makes sense, and you know that's where that's coming from, it might be a little bit easier to be more tolerant about it too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like it just worked for us. It did. We just, I think, got we really just clicked lucky. eventually after like five years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's been it's been a long road, but I mean, here we are. Yep, here we are, and it's good now. Mm-hmm. I mean. Now we're each other's biggest support system. Exactly. Not just with Joe, with our other ones. You know, we'll take each other's kiddos and yeah. they'll have sleepovers together and so that we can get some time, you know, just with ourselves or with our husbands because mm-hmm. that is rare. Yeah, it is. I'm sure that's especially hard for you because you have three special needs boys. Mm-hmm. And finding somebody. First of all, finding a place where your youngest boy can be for where Wyatt <laughs> can be without that he can't get out of. Because he is a runner. <laughs> he is. He's gotten out a couple of times on a couple different family members. Shoot, I was at my grandma's about a month ago, and he got out of the dang gate. Oh, my God, that's a scary place to get out of. Oh, yeah. I was panicked. Oh I dropped my God. shit, and I ran. <gasps> he was going towards 299. That's terrifying. But my grandma lives right off 299. Yeah. And he got out of a gate that he never paid attention to, ever. And I wasn't paying any mind to it because my we locked up the it's other gate. It's a gated gate. yard. It's a gated yard. Yeah. There's three gates. He never paid attention to one of them. So we locked the other. One of them's in plain line of sight. Like mm-hmm. it was right in front of my grandma's house. And then there's one on the side that we locked up. But there's another big gate that oh he's never messed with, never even touched, never bothered. And we didn't lock that one because we didn't even think he even messed with it. Right. And he got out of it. Oh, my God. And that's something that people can't understand. How do you talk to somebody about that that's just like, well, and lock they, they it. they think you're just a bad parent yeah, that that's you're not just, paying attention. Mm-hmm. Just lock the gate. It's not that easy. No. How old is Wyatt now? He'll be seven. He'll be seven. June. He's tall, though. He yeah. seems tall. I've he tried that everything in. in the freaking book. So think of all the things that a, a seven-year-old can do. Mm-hmm. And think of all the things that Wyatt can do, but all the rules that he won't adhere to. Mm-mm. And just think about how hard that is. You yeah. can't. You can't picture it. You can't fathom it. Mm-mm. Unless you've been through it. It sucks. It freaking sucks. You just I had like to buy morning. a new TV and everything. I did. How many windows have you had to... I've had to buy at least four windows. Oh, my goodness. You think that's $250 a pop. We replaced all of the windows in our house, except for the big front ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're remodeling the house, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of the start because we've had old windows from the 60s, and yeah. you, when you punch them, they shatter into shards. Not they, They're not tempered. Yeah. So they don't just crumble, so it's just shards. Well, yeah. he broke out one, two, three. Yeah, four windows, one Jeez. in my room and the f- ones in the other room because he does pound on windows. And when I'm talking about pounding, he gets he just likes pounding on windows with mm-hmm. his fists. He does it if he gets mad, if he's upset, or, or if just he's trying to get your attention. Trying to get my attention, mm-hmm. he'll do it. Uh, we just found out he started throwing stuff at the TV. He broke my mom's TV. So <laughs> and, and stuff at your face because he just gave you a bloody nose. He gave me something. a bloody nose the other day. <laughs> threw the phone at my face. This woman 
is a ninja. <laughs> Things come at her face all day and fucking 9.875 times out of 10, she just fucking puts her hand up and catches it like it's a fucking fly in the air. It's wild. I don't understand how you get any rest ever. You are always on. Tough. T- lots of tippy cups. Lots of tippy cups. At your face? Oh, you should have seen the... <laughs> I was so embarrassed once. This lady was coming over her very first meeting. I had a therapist or mm-hmm. IHSS or just somebody coming through for Wyatt. And I told them to watch out. And guess what ends up happening is... It was a tippy cup right at her face. At her face. Hit her right got... in the face. Oh, no. I was mortified. Oh. I'm like, I am so freaking sorry he does this all the time. And somebody like that... That's their job. Yeah, she to, knew she wasn't all mad or anything. But, but anybody else looks at it as a behavior problem. Oh, I've been to... You left Walmart in tears once, I remember. You texted well, me. Walmart, I don't even... I've left Food Max in yeah. tears. I've left the powwow in tears. The one at the powwow really irked under my skin. I don't remember that. Because it wasn't just like a remark or a side eye. It was looking at me and like disgusting like... Because he was having a meltdown. Mm-hmm. And she went up to me and she literally stood close to me and said something. I don't, it was a while ago, about my son's behavior. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, but she was close in my face. It wasn't a, just a side eye or, or like, like at Food Max, ugh, that's gross. He shouldn't be licking the carts. And it wasn't just in passing. It got in my face. Like, like she got in my face and yeah. said something about That's his behavior. That's crazy, though, that for people to be giving you side eye in public and for people to be like, ew, that's disgusting of you. Those are like, like you've normal, you've had to normalize that so much. Yeah, that those you're ones just didn't like, hurt. That's crazy, but, though. I mean, like, it hurt. Obviously, I left there in tears. But but that's crazy that, like, imagine, imagine going through. You, yes. Imagine going through the store like that. But for you, you're like, well, those ones are not that big of a deal. Like, that's so sad. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, those are the ones that you dismiss. Like, people talking shit as you walk by in the store. Like, you're like, well, okay. Yeah, this one, this lady, I kind of got a little snooty with her. And I'm like, like, he's having a meltdown because he can't communicate on what he's feeling right now. He may be too overwhelmed. The drums may be too loud, too deep, too many people here. And he just wasn't having it. Mm -mm. And that one hurt. Like, you don't just go up into somebody's face and tell them how to parent. Or, you know, what you would have done. Like, you're supposed to be like, is there anything I can help you with? 1,000%. (laughs) 1,000%. You know what I mean? Why don't people do that with each other? And now if he was kicking and screaming and whining and telling me, I don't want to do this, well, then, you know, that's behavior. Mm -hmm. That's something, you know, but it's Maybe. I mean, there are kids that have, um, you know, that are on the autism spectrum that are verbal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That have sensory issues, too, you know. Exactly. You just never know. Yeah. You never know. And they don't look special needs. No, they're boys. They look like boys. (laughs) And I think that's why you get so much flack. Yeah. And if it's you, imagine how many moms are getting it, too. Every, all of them. Oh, yeah. I actually, so every year we usually go to this Christmas thing. You went to it with me before. I did? Yeah, remember the one at the barn? Nope. I don't think I went. Yes, you did. Oh, the horseman thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I did. Yes, yes. So every year we go to a Christmas thing. Last year, well, this last year we didn't go, but the year before that, I went with all my nieces and nephews and stuff like that. So they have this special needs Christmas thing that they do. Well, my mom's friend ended up going this time. Mm -hmm. So my mom went with, you know, I brought all my nieces and nephews with me. And Wyatt was not having it. Hmm. So I had to take him outside as he was rolling around on the ground, screaming, crying. You know Mm -hmm. what he usually does. And here comes this girl with her son doing the same thing. Yay! (laughs) I was like... My people. Oh, I feel you. you know, I just yeah. wanted to go up and be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hold the side. Like, I feel you. It just makes you feel good when you see somebody struggling like you are. Yeah, you don't want to see anybody struggle, no. but it is so isolating. It is. It is so isolating. Look at it. Like, I don't like going to birthdays. I don't like going mm-hmm. to functions. I don't like going anywhere because it's more of a chore to go somewhere mm-hmm. and to you can't even visit so no. I, know I say visit with people 
I am morally chasing around at a family function. Mm-hmm. There is no relaxing. There is no chit-chatting. There is no, you know, nothing. It's chasing my son around mm-hmm. to make sure. And he thinks it's a game, which, fine, whatever. Oh, he loves to mess with her, too. He loves to mess with me. He does. I'll, I'll watch him sometimes, and when he comes out, as soon as Miranda leaves, he's content. Different. He's fine. You, pr- I assume you probably have a hard time getting family members to watch him because they don't see that he's different when you're not around. Yeah. Well, a lot of it, too. I think a lot of it, too, is traumatic. Like, I've had so many different traumatic experiences with that child <laughs> than anything. No, that was with, with Norman. With skin and stuff? Oh. <laughs> Running away. Right. Remember, you oh, had came? to, you came and pulled in, and I'm like, I gotta go look for Norman, I and he was down. My son's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was on the end of the road in a police car. Yeah. I was like, go run, find him. I'll stay here. Because, like, I was looking all around, and, like, it, it felt like forever. And then, yeah, he was in the. Norman's um, come a long way. Norman's come a long way. He's not that so, bad. Real quick, too. Would you want to list off your, your kiddos and their ages? Oh, yeah. Because um, I, I, we know what we're talking about. We've yeah. We've just been talking, and I don't know if anybody else would get it. <laughs> so if a lot of people don't know, I have, you know, four children. Like she said, Jolyn, who is 12. Norman is nine. Wyatt is six. And Taylor is four. Mm-hmm. So Jolyn, you know, was on the autism spectrum and uh, intellectual disability. Norman has plain just intellectual disability. He also has a lot of uh, low motor functions, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of the fine ones. Um, He can't speak that well either. I feel like with Norman, you have to really know him. To know what he says. Know what he's saying, A lot of the times I do have to repeat what he says to people if they Mm -hmm. don't know who he is. Right. And then Wyatt is, he's in the middle is what they told me. He's on the autism spectrum in the middle. Like, he's not completely, yeah, he's not completely nonverbal. He can say some words, you know. But he mostly says, like, one to two word phrases. It's one to two word phrases. Yeah. He can't tell you what his name is. He can't tell you what my name is. He doesn't even say mommy. (laughs) Very very rarely does he say mommy. So he's tricky because he's one of those that if you call his name, he won't respond. No, he won't respond. He shows no pain damn near that is yeah that sucks that one I, I think is the hardest um he can't tell you if he's hurting he can't tell you if he's sick um and he doesn't respond the same way that other kids would no. respond to pain or no. discomfort so it's it's you're just constantly playing a guessing mm-hmm. game pretty much well anywho norman was the runner i mean like he liked to run mm-hmm. when he, he was tried to teeny. when he was pretty small he grew out of that eventually mm-hmm. but wyatt it's constantly trying not to go. There's a train. Deal with it. It is what it is. <laughs> Our she shed isn't done. We're working on soundproofing. Yeah. Hang in there. <laughs> but with Wyatt, like, the one thing that worries me is, like, he, he runs. And he'll try to escape. Mm-hmm. And it's a constant, constant thing. So if he's running off and we're walking down the road, he will run off. There's been a couple of times where, you know, some family members lost him. You know? Yeah. And people had to give him back or you know what i mean or what the cops say to me last time if this happens one more time you will go to jail for child endangerment Mm -hmm. because i left him with unfit people which they weren't they weren't they were my family yeah family with with children they know how to raise children yeah it's just a whole other ball game when you have special needs kids yeah so i don't know my anxieties i worry about him running off because if he runs off you call for him. He's either not. Co- he will not answer you. He will no. not come back. Mm-mm. But um, yeah. I don't know. So imagine I don't have a life. as much as parenting is hard to find time for yourself. Imagine how hard it is to be a special needs parent and not be able to leave your kiddo with almost anybody. Mm-hmm. Imagine how little time you get for yourself ever. Well, it's not a lot. Of, like a lot of people don't want to change a six-year-old's diaper. Mm-hmm. He's still not potty trained. You know, he's yeah. just getting older. He's just now getting to the point where he can tell me he's he went to the bathroom. That's awesome. He says, yucky, yuck, and <laughs> hands me a diaper. <laughs> but he's still not, I mean, I can count it on one hand how many times he's actually went on the bathroom. Yeah. Or on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I don't have a life. Don't have a life outside of journey. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're carving out time to do this. Yeah. And it's at nighttime, usually. 
Yep. When all the kids are down. It's so I don't 1030 right now. <laughs> yeah. Because so. that's when we can do that. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much when all the kids are settled. It just doesn't get easier. Either. No. You think it gets easier when they get bigger. It does not. No, it gets harder. It's it way harder. They get stronger. They get bigger. Mm-hmm. It gets messier. <laughs> yeah. Jolin's pretty messy. Yes. He's smelly. He's yeah, almost a he's teenager. He's almost a teenager. It's and it's just not what you picture signing up for when you have a baby. Yeah, when you have children. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard. So be extra fucking kind to anybody that you know that has a kid with special needs make them a fucking gift basket and drop it on their goddamn door because they need it and they deserve it oh i did that remember i dropped you off a basket she did her dad had built a little bus stop which was the cutest damn thing a little bus stop um like at the corner of their house and i think we're talking about the same thing like not having enough time for self-care or you know, whatever. I think it was just, yeah, I think it was just a rough week. Mm-hmm. We had and I no put together time, just yeah. like a whole spa basket. And it was around Easter, so I think it was in like an Easter basket. Uh-huh. I text, I just like dropped it in there and I left and I was like, Miranda, I just saw the Easter bunny in your bus stop. You need to go check right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Someone's down at the bus stop. And I was like, it was the Easter bunny. And you're like. I don't know. I, was picture, was I thought somebody was pictured like dressed up in a freaking Easter bunny <laughs> outfit. Knowing I could tell you were all freaked out, and I was like, not this Easter bunny <laughs> just happened to look just like me. I was like, trying to not spoil the surprise, but also calm her down because she's like, oh fuck. Like I gotta somebody it left something in the bus out. stop. I was I looked down and I was picturing somebody running around in a fucking Easter bunny, like some crackhead or something. You never know. Like, exactly. <laughs> you never know. Oh. So do something nice for somebody this week, please. <laughs> if you can. Yeah. So I'm a loser. No life. No, we're doing this. Yeah, this is a nice getaway. And it's nice to chit chat and have adult conversation mm-hmm. because I don't have that during the week. And well, within the last not even two years, you started staying at home to be Wyatt's home care worker. Yeah. So, you know, you don't have a job to get away to anymore. Um, That's one thing I do miss. I do miss working, but... It's just not feasible. No. Yeah. Not at all. There, uh, Trust me, when I was going through, there's nobody I've called every child care place, everything. Nobody will take any child with special needs. That isn't potty trained. That isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, we don't have we don't have the time. We don't have the staff. We don't have the expertise. I did the calculations, and if I were to, which was physically impossible, to get my children from one place to the other you in know, the middle of your work day, in the middle of a work mm-hmm. day, um, it was about two thousand dollars a month. Jesus Christ! For two children in childcare. Yeah, so you'd it, just be working to pay for their childcare, and then some. It shouldn't be that way. No, but I'm glad I do it now. I mean, look how much white, you know, it's flourished since then. He has. He's talked so He really has. He tries to say my name sometimes. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's cute. I love it so much. Didn't he say Ian? That's perfectly. Yeah. That was so cute. I melted. Like Everything perfectly. he does, I just melt. He sings songs in the car. It's so cute. <laughs> I love it. He's precious. I think that's a big reason why we're doing this now, too, is that this is our only outlet. It, it really is. No, but ha- almost nobody's fucking working anymore because of COVID anyway. And just to put it out there, we are really cautious. We're big mask wearers. Mm-hmm. We are really limiting the things that we do. But at the end of the day, Joe goes back and forth anyway. Like, mm-hmm. more, he, there's just no way around that. He's not going to spend an entire pandemic with one or the other parent. Yeah. He goes back and forth. So we just try to really make sure that each of our households is extra careful so that we minimize the risk of anything mm-hmm. going back and forth to each other. Um, so, you know, because he goes back and forth, we see each other anyway, because anything that would be going back and forth. Yeah, we, we share germs. We share germs, exactly. Yeah. So we're lucky enough to be able to not have any qualms about getting together for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of the only thing we have anymore. Yeah. I was just talking to Jenny the other day, man. I've just played my first video game where I can actually sit there and veg out mm-hmm. <laughs> for the first time in two years. I can barely watch my shows anymore because by the time the night ends, I'm just to- I'm wiped. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any hobbies. It's hard. It's hard. And I know I talked last time about doing a top five list. And so this time I thought like, oh, you know, we're talking about 
you know, this is I Dabble Podcast, so let's talk about, you know, things that we dabble in. Mm-hmm. And did you ever get your fi- your last one? Nope. Miranda couldn't even finish it. So I couldn't. I got four. And, that's and re- that took a while. That, yeah, that was reaching. Because I can't, you know, TVs are cartoons or I'm busy during the day. And why do you mm-hmm. want to watch a movie when I have to be interrupted 50 times to either that's not worth lock the door, get Wyatt out of the bathroom, start changing a diaper, um, close the fridge because it's been open 50 million times, mm-hmm. close this door, this one got clean unlocked, up clean up the spl- spill. He can't can't use a cup, guys. He just spills it all on the floor. So He likes to throw things, too. He throws yeah. drinks on the floor. Throws so. drinks, knocks things over, breaks glass. You name it, he does it. And it, you just can't sit and enjoy yourself until he's asleep. So I lost a lot of interests. I lost a lot of me time. I lost a lot of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost it's a lot true. of myself. It's true. So we thought of a really good, like, play, what, what's your five top places that you would love to go? Yeah, um, that's easier. Do you want to go one and one again? Let's do it. Okay, I'll start this time. They're otherwise not in order, but I will start with my number one place is Ireland. I want to go to Ireland so bad. Shut the fuck up. Is that yours? It's not my, like, first. It's not your top But it's on there. It's on there. Yes. Ireland, Scotland area. Yeah. I I would love it. Just jump over the pond. Yes. Uh, It's stunning. Stunning. It's stunning. (laughs) I would love to. I would love to. Would I ever go? Probably not. But I would love to. Why not? You can. I've never been on an airplane. What? <laughs> I didn't know that. I've never been on an airplane. I'm kind of scared to fly. I didn't know that. Okay, that's our, once Rona's gone or we have vaccines, that's our next thing. Once Rona's out of here. I would never take my children. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but um. anyways, yeah. Okay, so a really seemingly silly one that I have on mine is just... It, it has a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, is I have not been to like the East Coast. So anywhere on like the East Coast, like Boston area, not necessarily like New York, because I'm not. It, mm-hmm. It's like too flashy for me. But like I want to go to like the areas that our American history comes from, because I just, if you think about it, we live in like the newest place in the world. You bitch. Did I take another one of yours? Oh, yeah, kinda. Oh my god, I didn't know. I gotta stop going first. <laughs> I, on one of mine, yeah. Like, I want to go to Gettysburg. I think Gettysburg would be cool to go to. That'd be fun. Just like a lot of, like, kind of ties into history yeah, yeah. places. Like, I don't know. I this think is that, why we're friends. <laughs> Our first so two are like, fun. yeah, me too. Yes, because I had that on my list. I had Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, like, there's just Nathan no history sh- here, too. Nathan shares like he loves history just freaking that's awesome you should see how many books he has really oh my god holy crap oh yeah and it's all about like the wars and like mm-hmm. different presidents and you know like loves history loves it <laughs> but i would just like to go like of places of importance yeah you know i mean we're in california like there's nothing there's, we're so new mm-hmm. <laughs> we are so new here we haven't gotten to see any any cool? There's no mm-hmm. roots. There's no roots here in California. I want to go where the roots are. Mm-hmm. Okay, you do your next one because I don't want to steal it again. So I almost went, and it was Deadwood. Oh, I remember South you Dakota. almost went. Almost went. Why did it? It was only two hours from us, but there was a big ass storm headed our way. Mm, that sucks. Let me tell you. I would have went if that storm was not coming. You go to Deadwood with Sam Elliott. You go. You deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> I am not even. I want to go to Deadwood just because I've read, you know, different ones on Wild Bill, mm-hmm. Calamity Jane, and all these. West, I like I like the westerns. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but um, I would really love to go there. That sounds fun. And I was in Wyoming not too terribly long ago. Uh, about 10 years ago. Time yeah. operates differently when you have so many kids. Two hours there. But it started to, like, it was sleeting when we left Wyoming. Ah, that sucks. And by the time we got halfway through Wyoming, there was an inch of ice on the freaking freeway. So oh, fuck that. We drove 500 miles, 700 miles in four-wheel drive. That sounds awful. It was horrible. That sounds terrible. Anyhow, your next one. Um, I don't even know specifically where I would go, like, in this area. But I have, since I was a kid always wanted not that anybody wouldn't want to go um 
Australia has always just had a really big pool. Shut up. Don't look at me like that. Really? Are you serious? Are you kidding me? Uh, us, us, you're number one. <laughs> I want to go to Australia. I want to go so bad. I think that's my top, like, if I were to leave the country first. I would actually go before Ireland or Scotland. It would used be to be. Industrial. Growing up, it was my number one. Up until the last, like, five years, I would say. Yeah. Now it's Ireland. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going first. We for didn't look. Anymore. We didn't look at each other's r- little writings and. No, we don't. We don't compare notes. No, that's cheating. <laughs> okay, go. Cause I'm gonna do it. I want to steal your thunder. So my next one would be. I want to go to Yellowstone. Ooh. Oh, that's doable as fuck. That one's doable. You need to do that. Yeah. Stat like. Yeah. That's I something you can be... do during the pandemic, even. Yeah. I would. I don't know. I'd love to go. Not this time of year. But no um my next one's a really like simple one but i have not been to hawaii and it's just one of those it's like i feel like you have to to go yeah so it's one of my top places i've been to nice beaches like i've been to um mexico a couple places in mexico i've been to jamaica i've been to the bahamas so like i know that there are nicer beaches and places and more you know well-rounded places to see but it's like Hawaii's in the states, and I really feel like I've mm-hmm. like you gotta see Hawaii. Yeah, so Hawaii is one of my top. Even my mom's been to Hawaii. Yeah, then I should definitely go to Hawaii because they don't go like anywhere. No, <laughs> they don't. Do you have one? Do you have another one? No, you took that all of them. Sorry, <laughs> just kidding. Shit, <laughs> that was it though. Yeah, and those are the only ones I could think of. I mean, like, did I did we miss one, or did I really just take all of them? That was it. Oh, Australia, I have one more Deadwood, for Gettysburg, Yellowstone, Scotland. Nice. My, yeah. I have one more. Um, this one's not super specific either, but um, I just put like South America on there, but mm-hmm. specifically in places that have like old ruins. Like oh. I would love to go Wouldn't see that be the old so ruins. So fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. But yeah, those are fun places that we'll probably never go, but hopefully, just go where the wind blows us. Journey, of course, journey goes. (laughs) Okay, bye. Toodles.